Welcome to Red State Talk Radio. You're listening to Tori Says for the next hour. I'll be your host, Tori. We'll be discussing news, foreign and domestic, unfiltered news. Real news. Welcome, everyone, to the Tory Says Show. I'm your host, Tori. Today is April 8th, 2019. And uh, as we realized from Friday, like we said, there would be a lot of developments. Uh, we see it from uh, Costco pleading guilty. Uh, remember, that is the former Democratic Senate slash House aide. Uh, we have uh, Secretary Nielsen fired or re- forced resigned. Uh, this is something that our sources had let us know last week was pending. And we also have Iran back in the circle. First time that we are actually designating a country's, I would say, a country's organization as a terrorist group. So we have a lot to cover fake news as well. We've got a lot on that front. Uh, So I thought we'd begin with what's most breaking today. And we'll play a clip of uh, Secretary Pompeo talking about uh, the um, IRGC that, um, in essence, portrays itself as a legitimate uh, military organization, but it's not. See, The biggest terrorists, the biggest bullies are those that are verified or given credibility by the people or a government, kind of like the mainstream media. And we'll talk about that too. So let's take a listen uh, to what Secretary Pompeo said quickly. So that way we're all up to speed and understand exactly what's going on. This is breaking. Uh, Something expected but just now broke. We'll also talk about criminal referrals later. Here we go. The Islamic Republic's Revolutionary Guard Corps has actively engaged in terrorism and created, supported, and directed other terrorist groups. The IRGC masquerades as a legitimate military organization, but none of us should be fooled. It regularly violates the laws of armed conflict. It plans, organizes, and executes terror campaigns all around the world. From the moment it was founded, the IRGC's mandate was to defend and export the regime's revolution by whatever means possible. The IRGC institutionalized terrorism shortly after its inception, directing horrific attacks against the Marine barracks in Beirut in 1983 and the U.S. Embassy Annex in 1984, alongside the terror group at Midwife, Lebanese Hezbollah. Its operatives have worked to destabilize the Middle East from Iraq to Lebanon to Syria and to Yemen. With this designation, the Trump administration is simply recognizing a basic reality. The IRGC will take its rightful place on the same list as terror groups it supports. Lebanese Hezbollah, Palestinian Islamic Jihad, Hamas, Khatib Hezbollah, among others, 
all of which are already designated as foreign terrorist organizations. Now, that's incredible. So this has never been done to actually take uh, a facet that is considered government-run and label it as a terrorist organization. Now, a lot of people will be like, well, it's about time that we crack down on Iran and take a look. But here I am to tell you that this is on the heels of Obama's European trip. Now, I've talked about this many, many times before in regards to fanatic, and I was so glad to hear Jay Sekulow talk about this today. He actually used the words that I've been using, fanatic, right? There's a difference between, uh, and, and you would say that's radical, but the fanatics are above radical. So radical is like radical Islamic terrorism is using Islam as an excuse to purport terror. Fanatics don't have any political drive. They're not mercenaries. They're insane. And who and what country have I told you has been ousted and completely isolated from the majority of the Muslim nations, specifically that of the Arab nations, and that's Turkey. So just this weekend and, uh, you know, obviously late last week, President, former President Barack Hussein Obama traveled to Europe. He sat and discussed with many European leaders. And in the article that I wrote about Julian Assange, it should tell you what his business is there. You have to understand that at the moment right now, the globalist cabal are in full panic. Iran's regime and their military arm are under scrutiny by the United States uh, more now than ever only because of their dealings with the European Union and their dealings with Turkey and what they're purporting. Keep in mind, Germany has been paying Iran. Keep in mind that the European Union is literally funding Iran by way of purchasing oil that is funneled through Turkey. They are not sanctioning Iran. So it's no surprise that Barack Hussein Obama appears, you know, in Europe on the cusp of what? On the cusp of Brexit, on the cusp of EU elections, on the cusp of us removing ourselves from NATO and the UN along with other nations that are out on the streets. European member states, their people are out on the streets begging their governments to remove themselves from these alliances. And there we have Turkey pushing fanatic ideologies of slaughter, of genocide, making speeches across Turkey, empowering their own people. And you know, you won't hear it on the mainstream media. No, you won't. Most of these clips of Erdogan going around, hopping around and talking about how we, the Gowers, should be uh, you know, held accountable. And remember, that term is very slanderous. 
It means anyone that is non-Muslim. But in a very derogatory way. So when he uses words like jowers in his speeches, we see Iran profiting off of the increased purchases of oil that they funnel through Turkey. Now that Russia has been kind of put in the corner by the European Union because the Ukraine is revolting. It is a hot mess. And I'll tell you where it leads to. Our president literally has the Trump cards. Literally. The Mueller reports and the FISA applications for FISA warrants implicate European nations, the United Kingdom, Australia, and look around. We've got elections in Israel. We've got elections in the European Union. We've got Brexit. We've got elections in Australia, guys. And the thing is, our president doesn't want to release the Mueller report and the FISA application warrants right now. He's doing that. He's keeping it close to him because if he drops it, that could be misconstrued as meddling with foreign elections. Him simply making the statement of the Golan Heights, which is something that he said before, is it was misconstrued as election meddling. I'm okay with that. But regardless, it was the timing. So how would it be for timing if the president just released all the FISA warrant applications? Unredacted. It would blow Everyone's mind elections across the globe would be in disarray. We would see the mockingbird press mitigating. So I'm kind of glad that the Democrats are pushing for transparency because with the Mueller report, we have to have the FISA applications redacted, unredacted and provided as well. So you have to understand that this week is crucial. And what we're seeing with Julian Assange, it's not coincidence. You think that Ecuador has a problem with being implicated with the INA papers? Maybe that's just an excuse because people seem to forget that right after our president swore in, he sent Dana, representative from California. He flew to London and met with Julian Assange. He also received information to Julian Assange, from Julian Assange that he provided to the administration. We all forget. Everyone is victim to forgetting and they bank on you forgetting. Everyone forgets that there were negotiations for Julian Assange to come to the United States, but not to be prosecuted, but instead to provide testimony. They don't want to prosecute them. They don't want to hold him accountable. He's been known for so many years to leak on every single government because this is what it's about. It's about transparency. You cannot be a free person or a free nation when there is no transparency. And that is the service that WikiLeaks provides us for over a decade. And that is something of merit. So there were negotiations already in place to extradite Julian Assange to the United States, not to be held accountable, but to be a witness. I'm of the fact that he's already come here and left. He's already provided the information and left. But now we're seeing it back into the news cycle. Right back into the news cycle. And you know what people omit to state? 
is that there were negotiations with the Trump administration and uh, the and Ecuador in order to obtain Julian Assange. Guess who blocked that? Guess who blocked that and told the United Kingdom about it and blocked it without telling the president? Come on, take a guess. It's James Comey. So what you need to understand is that everything that is happening now, and like I said, April showers is all about timing. At this point, our administration has every single country within the Western civilization that have participated in the Five Eyes organization by the cojones. We have all the cards. If we drop anything, it will be detrimental to that country itself. And you know what? How do I know this? The queen is organizing a state visit for the president to go to England. Remember how she said she would never have him there and invite him? Remember, last time he went, he went for something else. It wasn't a state visit with carriages and trumpets and stuff. He just met her. She is actually planning one. And, you know, usually these things are planned six months in advance. She's planning on inviting him in June. That means that'll be organized in in under two months. Can you see the panic? Can you feel the panic of the globalist? Can you feel it? Because the queen has a lot of answering to do. The queen is feeling the push because the crown as a company has a lot of assets, a lot of countries that fall under it. And right now they're all on fire. Watching the news all weekend on European stream networks, right? Local channels, TV5 in France, we're talking Reuno in Italy, Greece, Spain. You watch their local channels, you'll see the propaganda push they're doing. Coupled with the fact that they were applauding Barack Hussein Obama for telling people to be patient. Patient with the migrant influx. Patient that they should be accepting and understand the way they used to live. Yes, it's all about assimilation, but maybe we need to assimilate back for the people coming. Is he insane? That's not the definition of assimilation. Assimilation is you go somewhere, you assimilate. It's not the people that are already there accept you and assimilate towards you. That's insane. Rupley actually streamed that whole thing. First of all, he had no you know, read off monitor at some points and he sounded like he was babbling. That's a usual case with Obama, but he was pushing for socialist ideas, pushing for universal healthcare, pushing, pushing. And you're wondering what is going on? Why is he there? Why is he talking? Because Iran's on fire. India's on fire. The European union is at the brink of collapse and Brexit. No deal date is coming up faster than anything. That date is at the end of the week. It is a hot mess globally. And the United States is doing great. We've got jobs. We've got a booming economy. We've got a president in office that puts us first. We have people asking our president to help them. We have nations across the globe saying, please don't release things. Please don't make statements. And this Iran statement designating them as a terrorist organization. Guess what that means? The European Union is in a lot of trouble. 
How are they going to excuse to their ally that they are purchasing oil from a government that has a military organization that is deemed to be a terrorist organization? This has major implications. Relationships from other governments with that military branch, NATO, the United Nations, it's all about to implode. You think that kidnapping in Uganda was totally random? You have no idea what's going on if you do. The push of fake news driving people around the world. I saw even India put out uh, a video claiming that people need to understand how to spot fake news. Take a listen to what they say and let's break it down. This is a global epidemic. In India, there were protests and you saw the protests and the support. You know how they're wanting this division between Pakistanis and Indians, right? It's insane, right? They want them to fight. They want division on plain television. You see protesters standing next to each other with an Indian and Pakistani flag. And the fake news was telling the people, yeah, it looks like a Pakistani flag, but it really isn't when it really was. This is just how, oh, it's insane. It's like you see it and they're like, yeah, um, that flag, you know, the green flag with the crescent and the star, not really a Pakistani flag. What? Google it. It is a Pakistani flag. What are they talking? Oh, yeah, you know, there's another group in India, a political group that's kind of has a similar flag. No, it doesn't. I'm telling you the next I'm up until April 21st, you will see the global front go tits up. We've got elections going up until the end of May. And when I tell you that there are going to be huge changes within the administration up until the time that general Flynn has to supposedly be sentenced. Well, I would just say, Listen to it and follow. Don't take it as is. I mean, after all, we're supposed to cut through the noise, right? Take a listen to what they say. I'm not another fake message on my WhatsApp group. You know, today's social media platforms like WhatsApp, Facebook, and Twitter, they're breeding grounds for misinformation. So a lot of the things that you read online, especially on your social media feeds, may appear to be true, but often it's fake. So what is fake news? Well, here are some of the ways that you can spot fake news. Number one, check the publisher's credibility. So check the publisher's credibility. So basically they're minimizing anyone who is not mainstream media. Uh, Listen to how they break it down. So anyone that's not mainstream media or anyone that is not a propaganda mouthpiece is not credible. Take a listen. Dig in deep. Look at the about us section to know a little bit more about the publisher. Do remember, be cautious of double domain names. Number two. Check the sources and citations. How did you find this article? Is the information available on other sites as well? 
So how did you find this article? Are there citations and sources? Well, what, what fake news in the United States doesn't need sources? We had an anonymous op-ed put out there as if it was someone from within the cabinet of the Trump administration. No source. No sources to cite on Mueller investigation has this. Mueller has that. Mueller has this. No sources, but they want other people to state their sources, right? Or citations. Oh, and is the information available on other sites? Isn't that how the mainstream media assisted in getting these FISA warrants, right? Circular reporting, mockingbird media, talking points, everyone's saying the same thing. So it has to be true. Listen to how they're talking about fake news. In essence, they're describing themselves. Because independent and alternative journalists are the ones that put the information out there. Heck, I have to pat myself on the back. It was since last week that my sources from D.C. and the border told me that Nielsen is out and that she's going to be fired. I published the fact that she will be out in no time flat on Saturday before anyone knew that she was leaving. That means my sources are way better than CNN and the New York Times. They have zero sources. This is what it's telling you. They were tweeting out how, well, their sources don't say anything like that. And we just have to wait. They said that up until, you know, 6 p.m. last night until the news broke. But that means we have sources they don't. And this is a repeat type thing. It seems that all of us are actually using sources and they and they don't have any because guess what? The Trump administration and people that work for the Trump administration don't talk to them anymore. It is so tight, so tight lipped that he is so solidly closed off that no one knows what he's doing. Hence the rhetoric, hence the repeat. I mean, I'm surprised they haven't paraded Stormy Daniels across the screens again. Take a listen to how she continues. If not, alarm bells should ring. Number three, articles littered with excessive or even wrong punctuation. Reputable sources have high proofreading and grammatical standards. Keep that in mind. Number four. Ouch. I suck at writing. So maybe that was to me. Uh, But a lot of us that are upset, citizen journalists, independent journalists, write with a point of view always. So they will be using exclamation points, hashtags, and question marks. But they say when they do that, when they pose questions, when they probe, then that's fake news. See, this is how they discredit actual reporting. Is this image doctored? Reverse image search is a great first step to find out if the image that you're seeing is actually genuine. See where else it's been published. Number five, have you visited a fact-checking website? There are many good sites available that help you to identify fact versus fiction. India has a few fact-checking websites that bust hoaxes. So basically, reverse search imaging on Google. Google that does not give you actual answers where you can go into a browser through DuckDuckGo search and Google search and you will get four pages of results on Google and 4,000 on DuckDuckGo. This is how they do it. And obviously India, 
has their own Snopes. And it's so funny that they put this, you know, little video together on the cusp of being caught lying to their people, being caught telling them, oh, I know you're seeing a Pakistani flag, but it's really not. It's like, seriously, you're seeing it with your own eyes, but don't believe your own eyes. Uh, There's something similar. And yet, oh, look, and I urge you guys to just um, duck, duck, go search it, go on to YouTube and you'll see where they're... (laughs) They literally have the footage behind them saying, no, it looks like it, but it's really not when it is. It's like someone waving a Mexican flag in a parade and they're like, no, it's not really a Mexican flag. It kind of looks similar to it. And then when you pause the screen, it's totally a Mexican flag. Like this is just how far they'll go. When they can't doctor the image fast enough, when they can't doctor the audio fast enough, when they can't snip and clip to fit their narrative, they'll just tell you, oh, it's, it's just, no, no, you're making a mistake. Don't trust your eyes. Trust us. Trust us because we have your best interest. This is what we're seeing from CNN as well. This is what we're seeing from MSNBC. This is exactly what we are seeing. And you know, Look no further for hypocrisy and statements than uh, McAllen, Texas. In McAllen, Texas, uh, during the State of the City address, the mayor said that there's no crisis at the border, and the only crisis that exists is in Washington, D.C. Fast forward in March, he's asking the government for funds to help with the lack of resources to address the illegal immigrants coming through his city. Not only that, in, in, in his city, right after that speech, City commissioners have ordered the Catholic charities of Rio Grande Valley to vacate their center. They used to have a center for like the elderly and now they're packing it with illegal migrants. So yes, there is an emergency or else you wouldn't be asking for funding to address the emergency. This is hypocrisy at its finest, at its finest from fake news to fake politicians with people that have interests. Now, after this break, We'll talk more about the fake news, their panic, the way they're trying to shape stories and how they're manifesting their own news because they have zero sources. And maybe we'll touch into the Nunes criminal recommendations. Hello, my fellow patriots. My name is Michael Flynn Jr., and I am the proud son of General Flynn. Your support of the last two years has been incredible and will never be forgotten. If you'd like to continue supporting General Flynn, you can donate to our legal defense fund. Any donation is welcome. To donate, go to www.mikeflynndefensefund.org. Thank you, and God bless America. How did you become addicted? A friend? Were you at a party and someone said, hey, try this? Then you got the cold sweats and started shaking. And the more you did it, the more it didn't work. So you switched to the needle. Now you're a train wreck. Drinking, drugging, broke. Your family hates you. And you hate you. Get out of your hell on earth now. Call the Detox and Treatment Helpline today for immediate help. In many cases, your insurance may cover the costs. We can't guarantee it, but we can guarantee we have what you need to change your life for the better. Pick up your cell phone and call right now. 
That's 855-700-2978. Guaranteed life insurance with no medical exam. Sounds great, right? Even better, your rates will never increase and benefits will never decrease. If you're a U.S. citizen between 50 and 80, you can get life insurance guaranteed. It's not guaranteed in every state, and you may not qualify for every policy, but when you call, you'll speak with a licensed insurance company. They'll give you all the details about guaranteed life insurance. So call now, 1-800-707-1219, 1-800-707-1219. Hey, this is Leonora Cravota from Red State Talk Radio for My Pillow. I used to have trouble sleeping. My pillow changed all that. I now fall asleep within moments of my head touching my pillow. That's how comfortable my pillow is with its patented interlocking fill. My pillow stays cool and does not go flat. Plus, it's machine washable and dryable. MyPillow has a 10-year warranty and a 60-day comfort guarantee. MyPillow is also the official pillow of the National Sleep Foundation, and it's made right here in the USA. MyPillow is now offering Red State Talk Radio listeners a four-pack special with two premium standard or queen pillows and two go-anywhere pillows. That's four pillows for the price of one. To take advantage of this special offer, call 1-800-961-9194 and ask for promo code REDSTATE. That's one 800 961-9194 promo code red state put sleepless nights behind you with my pillow the most comfortable pillow you will ever own for the best night's sleep in the whole wide world visit mypillow.com Welcome back, everyone, to the Tori Sess Show. I'm your host, Tori. Remember, you can always follow me on Gab and Twitter at Tori underscore says, and I'm always here on Red State, live Monday through Friday, 12 to 2 Eastern time. So let's talk more about these fake news, the way they're trying to shift the narrative, the way they're trying to keep this Russia hoax alive, the way they're trying to convince you. Remember, these guys won awards for pushing this fake Russia collusion, right? They won awards for this. They are hanging by a thread. They have absolutely zero credibility, zero credibility. And they are still purporting that this Mueller report and the whole report, which is hundreds of pages long, has the smoking gun that they need. And you know, what's funny? They're like, well, it says, you know, he's not been exonerated. How do you exonerate someone from a crime they never committed? It's like me saying, well, hey, you, you've been exonerated from manslaughter. And you're like, well, I was never, I never committed manslaughter. Yeah, whatever, but you've been exonerated. Uh, You know, it's ridiculous what we're seeing. And I enjoyed every moment of it on Sunday when it came out. You know, and my article got like zero traction about Secretary Nielsen. And more so I would think it would be Twitter or whatever hindering it because in there it demonstrated how obsessed the Democrats are with unaccompanied minors. But we'll get to that later in the show. For now, let's focus on these fake news. So we have the fake news pushing and recycling narratives, trying to find something to say. I mean, they're even attacking, you know, regular citizens like Stoutler was like talking about carpe dunctums, um, 
you know, meme with Joe Biden and special effects. Dude, do you know how to meme? And how he said, you know, the right wing, uh, the extreme right wing is so good at making memes. Maybe the Democrats should start to do that. It's like, but what are you going to meme about? There's nothing corrupt on the President Trump side. I mean, what are you going to do, Russia? That's already been killed. So what are you going to meme about? Meme about how you have a strew of deaths? You know, if speaking of deaths, let's refer to the inventor, one of the inventors of SecureDrop. We all know what SecureDrop is, right? It's kind of like a Dropbox, but for tips for the media. And this was created by an extraordinarily amazing man called James Dolan, who people don't, didn't really hear about, not many, He actually committed suicide at the age of 36. Why would you commit suicide out of the blue? Hmm? Yeah, he took his own life over the holidays. Just about over, it's over a year ago. Definitely, it's like 2017 he did it. So in 2017, during the holidays, he took his own life. Why? Because SecureDrop was supposed to be an open source whistleblower type system where you drop information. Back then, it it would be dead drop. So you would drop tips to the media so they can run with it, right? And so uh, he created this company and uh, all mainstream media companies use that. And they all tell you, Hey, drop us tips here. Drop us tips there. You know, now they're desperate. They need, they need tips. But James actually left uh, the company when he felt that it was, you know, in a place, I guess that it would, you know, work on his own. And, um, he didn't like the way it went. He really didn't like the way it went. And people are saying that he suffered from PTSD, having been, you know, a former Marine and during the Iraq war, but no, he was an innovator. He believed in freedom of the press. He believed in transparency. And now he realizes that the only thing that gets dropped on the 4 a.m. drop is what? Narratives, bullet points that are sent to the media from democratically funded, Democrat, DNC funded, DNC funded organizations. Now, the fake news media has started up again talking about President Trump's tax returns. Now, people need to understand that your tax returns are privy to you. You are not forced to provide them. You don't have to provide them ever, 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 ever. Even if you're sued in court and they're like, give me your tax returns because I want to see it. You don't have to provide it unless it's directly linked to your taxes. You don't have to provide diddly squat. So let's take a listen to Jim Jordan talking about this on C-SPAN quickly. Is the, the fact that you have leaders in the United States Congress for political reasons trying to force the IRS to um, make public an individual, an American citizen's tax return. It's six years worth, and they've sought it from the Treasury using a 1924 law that allows them to examine it in case there's an evidence of conflict of interest. Now, do you think what they're doing is legal, and do you think they will ultimately get their hands 
on the tax returns and when? I think when you have um, people in the Congress uh, for political reasons who are trying to get access to someone's tax returns, that's as wrong as it gets. And it, it, I think it should scare every single American that this is where the chairman, uh, Chairman Neal, wants to go. Um, but frankly, it probably shouldn't surprise us. Remember, it was just a few years ago where the Obama administration systematically and for a sustained period of time targeted people through the IRS for their political beliefs. They did it. We called for an, an audit, an investigation. The inspector general at Treasury did the investigation and came back and said, yes, they were going after conservative groups around this country for their political beliefs. So <coughs> it shouldn't surprise us that Democrats are doing it now, I guess, because they've done it before, but it doesn't make it right. It is still wrong, and we should not it's, – it's, it's, I think it's a scary thing uh, that we're seeing. Some Republicans think he should release his tax <clears throat> returns just for transparency and that all presidential candidates and presidents That's a big difference so. between, you know, some Republicans think he should. That's I, I leave it up to the president. If he wants to, fine. If he doesn't want to, fine. Um, you, you know, that's there's a big difference in that he should and the chairman of the Ways and Means Committee of the United States House of Representatives trying to get access to it for political reasons, which is ex- everyone knows that's what's going on. That, that is a that is a big difference. I don't think the American people, frankly, care. I think what the American people like is the record they've seen under President Trump's leadership in the last two and a half years. I mean, it's truly been a phenomenal two and a half years. The jobs report came out today, Mm -hmm. 196,000 new jobs last month. So you think about in two and a half years, we've seen regulations reduced, taxes cut, the economy growing at an unbelievable rate. All kinds of new jobs have been added over that two and a half years. Lowest unemployment in 50 years. Gorsuch and Kavanaugh now on the court we're out of the crazy Iran deal. The embassy is, in fact, in Jerusalem, and hostages are home from North Korea. And, oh, by the way, we're going to get a new NAFTA agreement pretty soon. That's a pretty darn amazing record in two and a half years. That's what the American people care about. But Democrats in Congress, oh, we're, we, we want to use some law from way back when for political reasons to try to go get the president's tax returns so we can go after his, his personal business record. Remember what Cummings did this week. He's, he's writing letters to... Uh, last week, he wrote a letter to the accounting firm, Mazers, trying to get business information on, on the Trump organization for the last 10 years. So, OK, let's stop it right there. So as you guys can see, this is clear presidential harassment. And this happens all the time. If you remember just a couple of years ago, Patrick Howley, who is um, uh co-founder, uh, the one remaining founder of Big League Politics, broke the story how uh, disgraced turncoat, let me not use other words, Senator, former Senator John McCain, you know, the Hanoi singing bird, went after people for political reasons, weaponizing the IRS. We have seen this before. And, you know, whenever anyone gets subpoenaed, hey, give me your tax return, dude, no. I don't have to give you anything and you can't get anything unless you've seen that I've done something. I don't have to do anything. The president doesn't have to provide anything. What he does is make financial statements now as president that are public and obviously doesn't have to make any because he's not taking any salary. So what he does is his business. He doesn't 
have to provide anything. He doesn't have to. What we do have to demand is the tax returns and the IRS filings of all these clowns in Congress and in Senate that have made a fortune since they've been elected. That's the ones that we can ask for because we can ask, how did you become so rich on $190,000 a year? How are you worth over $100 million? Explain, explain, explain. How are you doing this? Those are the tax returns we can legally request because it implicates the fact that they're obfuscating how they're making their income and indicates that they're probably using their position in office for personal gain. So just like Jim Jordan said in this interview with C-SPAN is that they're so adamant to find something to substantiate the fake news Russia hoax. I mean, how incredible is it that they tried to convince the whole world, not just Americans, that our president is a Russian agent? And there are insane people that believe this, not because they have any evidence, because if you ask them, well, give me a shred of evidence, they'll say, well, you know, I don't know, the news said so. And if everyone's saying it, then it's true, you know, how that goes. And that's how pocket information, fake news travels. It's always losers putting out some commentary, feeding into more losers that are just perpetuating. So racist. Well, how they were just trust me, racist. And 10 people say so racist. I know they're racist. And it just continues, continues until it snowballs. And then everyone thinks you're racist because everybody's saying it. So it has to be true. And the thing is, is what we have to do is examine why this witch hunt started in the first place. How did it start? And like I said, the prize here is not so much perp walking Hillary or Comey, which is great. I mean, Comey's in New Zealand applying to be a citizen. So that way he can't be extradited to the United States while his daughter sits on the legal team in New York as a U.S. attorney digging into President Trump. That is insane. How is this even happening? Like, seriously. It's, it's, there's so many moving parts. I mean, how can President Trump keep his eye on the ball when there's 50 million of them? You know how he does it? With people like you and I that put that information out there. So what's the prize? Impeaching Obama. Impeach 44. That's the prize. Because nothing happens in your house. Nothing happens under your watch without you knowing, right? Especially when they're reporting back to you. So that is going to be the ultimate prize. Ultimate prize. Think of it. Jerry Nadler's pushing for this information. He's adamant. But if we actually break down how the Mueller report... And Cohen's testimony, because we have his testimony about, you know, Prague and all that BS. They, it literally demonstrates that Nadler, who is on the House Judiciary Committee, knowingly made a false statement last year. Knowingly made a false statement. What did he say? That there isn't any part of the Steele dossier that is fake or inaccurate in any way. I repeat, Nadler said, knowingly, knowingly falsely stated that there is nothing false or inaccurate on the Steele dossier. And as we've been coming since, 
Everything is pointing to the fact that the Steele dossier is nothing but full of shift. That's basically what it is. The only way to expose these corrupt clowns, this network of, of greedy, nefarious, evil, disgusting shadow government operatives is by letting them pull their own pants down. And this is how it is. You ask the right questions. You keep probing. Why are you getting angry when people are asking questions? What do you have to hide? Why do you come out and say, stop asking questions? We know. Then show us, you know. I mean, Schiff went on the record so many times. I've seen the Mueller report. First of all, that's illegal. Secondly, you've also gone on the record multiple times that in there, there's indicative of crimes that the president committed. But nowhere in the report are there any indications that the president of the United States or anyone of his campaign, anyone that includes General Flynn, committed any crimes. And we remember how they were falsely reporting that James Comey in his falsified memos stated that the president requested that they stop investigating General Flynn. And we all know that's BS. Comey even said that. Comey said that in his own testimony, yet we had CNN pushing that narrative for weeks. This is what the fake news is, an extension of these clowns. Realize it, appreciate it, embrace it. How is it so? How does a FISA application for warrants use what's stated in the press as fact? The press says whatever they want. I have three emails from regional press that tell me they don't have to report everything. They just report what they want. So it's kind of like, you know, a report on one person. Uh, James was outside his house playing ball. James saw a skateboard. James then took that skateboard and walked down the block. James then left that skateboard at the house down the block. And here's what they report. James was outside playing ball and took the skateboard. But they leave out the part that he was returning it and didn't steal the skateboard. He was returning it. But that's what they say. I have them on the record. Editors. Editors. God, you know, when people are irate because you push for questions, so much comes out. And if people don't see that, it is their own fault that you accept what people spoon feed you. We need to get to the bottom of how this happened. And when this FISA applications, the application, because, you know, we keep thinking these FISA warrants are the only monitoring they did on the Trump administration, the Trump organization and his family. It's not. There were another four operations prior to that where they were monitoring President Trump and his family. And this is from actual sources. This is from sources that know what they're talking about. There were five different four, four. The fifth one kind of fed into the FISA. I want to call it a fifth, but it's really four. Four different other operations orchestrated by the Obama administration on President Trump. You think he was the only one illegally monitored? Let's talk Cruz. Let's talk Keish. Let, we could talk about all of them. 
Because all of them were being monitored. They already have their IRS reports. You know, do you think that they're not demanding it for a reason? There's probably something there. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Everybody's tax return may have something there. Everybody's. They could be misconstrued and taken out of place. Everybody's. Oh, you know what? 10 years ago, you filed this and I don't know, uh, you had a building that you sold that was, um, owned by a Russian, ha, Russian agent. And you'd be like, well, that doesn't mean Russian agent it just means that they were Russian. You sold one of your properties to someone who's Russian. So who cares? I sell it to, to, to Tasmanians. I sell it to Indians. Like what? So if we had a problem with India, you would hold me accountable for that too. Come on. They already have the tax returns, but what they want to do is make them public. See, it's kind of like me. If I send out an email for a request for information, kind of like what I did uh, against Lutheran Social Services, so as you all know that I'm working on this huge and many years long investigation into these charities, how they're bringing in refugees, um, trafficking children and human beings, adults too, and profiting. You know how it's been exposed, how uh, Planned Parenthood would get federal tax money and then in turn they would campaign right and and donate funds to like the dnc well this is kind of the same these companies literally take federal and state tax money build buildings right and this building is supposedly i don't know for foster kids then they fill it up with foster kids and then each kid has a rent price so then from another agency within the federal or state government they get money for each of those children and they pocket it yet they're a 501c and that is not tax who's getting all this money it's insane like we're talking hundreds of millions of dollars right this 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 is like legit stuff hundreds of millions of dollars and what I did was I started asking questions in 2016 got zero answers I was working on the one in Minnesota I was working on the one in North Dakota and the one down in Nebraska. So those are the three places where we would constantly send requests for information for transparency. And obviously they have to provide this information because they're funded by federal and state tax dollars. Kind of like how I can demand Pelosi's information because it doesn't match up with the money that I'm funding her. If I'm funding her $190,000 a year for her job and she's declaring, you know, hundreds and millions of dollars I can request it so anyway I filed those claims from 2016 well in 2018 2017 2018 for the first time in one state and happens to be in North Dakota it prompted an audit it did and in this audit, and I urge all of you like that are into like this corruption stuff, go to the North Dakota State Auditors page or just Google North Dakota State Single Audit HHS. It's Health and Human Services. Guys, the amount of money, like they were paying one person over $750,000 for adoptions. What? Can you say hashtag children for sale? And why do I say this? It's because it's all done through these 
uh, charities because through that audit, they discovered that these charities are not providing their OR, or our reports and this is a problem. So where am I getting at? When I ask for information, I already know it exists. In December and January, December of last year and January of this year, I submitted a request to the Department of Treasury within the state of North Dakota to provide me all the detailed financials and transactions that we have provided to Lutheran Social Services. The response I received was, oh, you have to go to the Attorney General. So I respond, why? Are they under investigation? I don't understand how he's implicated with you. You being transparent with federal and state tax money. Maybe it could be because I filed criminal complaints against him and he wants to know my business. But what is it? So they come back and they're like, okay, we'll look into it. Two weeks later, they're like, we won't charge you thousands of dollars. It costs us to do it. But here it is. Yeah, they can't charge me for it. Do you know why? Because I already knew there was an audit underway and all they had to do is export a document. So they can't claim that they spent hours collecting this information that I, that I requested because they are already in the middle of an audit and it's sitting there. So I never ask for information. I don't know exists. If I'm coming to you for information, it means I already have it and I want you to confirm it. This is exactly what the Democrats are doing. They already have the tax returns and they found something that they could use against them from like 10, 15 years ago. And this is why they're so targeted going to accountants and stuff because they want to marry it up and create a new narrative. This is what's going on. They already have the documentation. And the thing is they can't admit they have it because that would be breaking the law. So here is where someone that is honorable that works within the Senate and the house that works with these clowns would actually whistleblow and say they already have it. So then that way we can find out who in the IRS gave it. Remember we had that IRS agent in California arrested and charged for releasing IRS tax information on Manafort to Mueller without the authority or permission to do so. Remember, this is how you weed them out. These people already have the tax returns. These people already found what hair is out of place. And this is why they're demanding it. You're not going to give it to them. Because if you give me 10 years of your tax returns, <coughs> I'll find a way to skew that and make you look guilty as ever. Guilty as ever for something. Misstatement. Uh, oh, you work there, but you claim this. Uh, you sold this to a guy that may be connected to a guy that may be connected to. I can maybe, maybe, maybe all you want and speculate. This is how you create fake narratives. This is how you come up with things like the Mueller investigation. So what we need to pay attention to is what the mainstream media is purporting. They're still pushing this Russia hoax. So we need to understand that the only reason they're doing it is because people like Nadler already have illegally sourced information to find a hair out of place to remain on that. It could be something simple as he sold an apartment to a Russian. This is where they're at. They already have this information. And the thing is, how do you catch him with it? This is where whoever's listening that may have access to it, this is where you whistleblow. This is proper whistleblowing. This is proper whistleblowing, just like the whistleblower for the IRS, where we arrested in California, pulling tax records 20 years old on Manafort and just handing them over to Mueller so he can have something. I'll see you guys all after the short break. And we'll continue on these uh, 
fake news narratives and these criminal indictments coming down the pipeline. Welcome to Red State Talk Radio. You're listening to Tori Says. For the next hour, I'll be your host, Tori. We'll be discussing news, foreign and domestic, Filtered news. Real news. Welcome back, everyone, to the Tory Says Show. I'm your host, Tory. So, welcome to the second half of the Tory says show. This is where we're going to get down to the nitty gritty. This is where we're going to talk, um, about stuff that nobody else is talking about and kind of talking about. I'd like to start it off with, uh, Nunez. Let's start it off with Nunez. Let's hear from Nunez about these criminal referrals and let's break them down because they're going to chime into not only this fake news narrative for this half hour, but feed into our border security narrative in the last half hour and what's to come. So I'd like you guys to take a listen to how he breaks down what these criminal referrals are about. For those of you that don't seem to understand, you will then understand exactly what the Q movement is too. So uh, he actually broke down the referrals being sent to Barr today. Let's take a listen to him. Uh, by numerous individuals that all need to be investigated and looked at, uh, that, uh, and we believe the statute is, is the conspiracy statute. The second conspiracy one is uh, involving manipulation of intelligence. Uh, that also could insert. Now, I just want to tell people what a conspiracy statute is. So I've actually filed myself criminal complaints and referrals to the Department of Justice for two separate states, one, the state that I live in, and another. This is a very important statute. This shows racketeering within public office. This shows racketeering and collusion conspiring to entrap, manipulate, convict wrongfully. And there's an article coming out about a wrongful conviction. I'll talk about it after this. But you have to understand, this statute has never been really rightfully used the way it should be. Because we should be filing conspiracy, criminal conspiracy, among elected and government and elected officials and, and government employees all the time. If you think someone is conspiring, if you think someone is misusing their office or using courtrooms as their playground, 
you should be filing it. And this is where he's getting out. Now listen to how he articulates it. Uh, many Americans, and we are, so that's kind of the second one. Uh, as you know, we the second conspiracy one that all need to be investigated and looked at, uh, that, uh, and we believe the statute is, is the conspiracy statute. The second conspiracy one is uh, involving manipulation of intelligence. Uh, that also could ensnarl uh, many Americans. And we are, so that's kind of the second one. Uh, as you know, we've had a lot of concerns with the way intelligence was used. Uh, so that, that would be uh, kind of the two conspiracy uh, recommendations, referrals that we're, that we're making. Now, I want you guys to understand the conspiracy of intelligence, the second one, and he, and he noted that a lot of Americans may be implicated in it. That means people that may have access to sources, even people that have access to Q, may be implicated in these cases. That would mean yourself, myself, we could all be implicated. So I, I'm just putting it out there so you guys understand the brevity in, 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 in a very abbreviated form what he's talking about. So what he's leading back to is, though, even though that is something that, they, that he has to put on the table, the focus is on how select journalists had access to specific intelligence. Remember, when you want to put out something that is fake— when you want to paint a ugly picture of someone, what do you do? You source it out to journalists. You make statements on the record. So that way there's public opinion. And when you put that out there, there could be one hint of truth. Like, for example, the example that I'm going to use is this um, online betting system called RSI. They used to, like, take bets for horses online. Well, there was an underlying truth. Yes, they take bets online, but they might have had to pay XYZ taxes on this. That is the truth. In turn, that turned into a wrongful prosecution where a person lost a company worth over $100 million, went to jail for over a year, and the, at the appeals, they said there was no crime. I don't understand why you were prosecuted. This is how they work. They create these narratives just to kill out their political opposition. So this is where it's coming to, because that's a criminal conspiracy. Take a listen. The third uh, is what I would call a global leak uh, referral. So there are about a dozen highly, highly sensitive classified information leaks that were given to only a few reporters over the last two and a half plus years. So, you know, we don't know if there's actually been any leak investigations that have been open, uh, but we do believe that we've got pretty good information and a pretty good idea of who could be behind these leaks. It uh, doesn't mean we know all the people that are behind the leaks, because, you know, when you read these, a lot of these, they're always anonymous sources, uh, and they always say something to the effect of current and, and former senior uh, officials. So we think we've got a pretty good idea of, of who some of the sources are behind this, these leaks. Uh, we don't know if the Department of Justice has been looking at these, but, you know, there's just been unprecedented things that happened, and I'll just clo close with this. You had conversations with the President of the United States and the Prime Minister of Australia leak. You had uh, uh, leaks of the President talking, President Trump talking to the Mexican President leak. Uh, we all know the travesty of General Flynn 
Nobody knows where those uh, supposed transcripts came from. So those are just you know kind of three examples that are that are absolutely horrific. But there's there's things that are even worse that were leaked. Uh, and there's only a couple, uh, two or three reporters involved in this, and so it wouldn't be hard to get to the bottom of. Uh, but you've got to, so we're, you know, we're prepared to make those uh, eight referrals this week. So the two on conspiracy, the one on uh, global leaks, and then five that are more specific on lying, leaking, uh, and misleading Congress. Uh, by numerous individuals that. Okay, so guys, so we've got two under the conspiracy statute. One under global leaking. Did you hear that? Global, meaning what? Intelligence assets mobilized globally. So did the Australian prime minister leak it? Did his staff leak it? Did his intelligence committee leak it? President of Mexico, I mean, he's corrupt, right? He got $100 million from El Chapo. So we've got all these countries, like I said, by the cojones. And like he said, these leaks were done to three specific journalists. <laughs> I'd hate to be one of them. Obviously, in the second uh, criminal conspiracy of, uh, of, of leaking, I would say, uh, information, a lot of people can be implicated from an array of uh, sources and journalists, you know, including even myself, because I have some really good sources and they'd like to know how I knew that Secretary Nielsen is getting fired. But, you know, journalists never give up their sources and it depends on what level it is, but they would like to know where it's coming from so they can stop them from talking because that's the thing when the president or his administration are talking and planning no one should know and that's the truth but on the other hand there should be transparency so why not talking so there's got to be a delicate balance of what goes through right what wouldn't jeopardize national security secretary nielsen getting fired is not a matter of national security we all knew she was going to go at some point uh, because she was horrible at doing her job and the question there then arises is, who is Kevin McAllenon? So here's the thing. We've got these criminal referrals coming down the pipeline. Like I said over, over two months ago, when Barr was actually confirmed, where I said if he was to be confirmed, because I was pretty strong on the fact that he probably wasn't, um, but he was. If he was, it would have been February, and I said that in November. Now, he's corrupt. He's a clown. And he did his job. He walked the bull out of the barn, as Scott Adams would say, with the Mueller report. But I did tell you that he is going to recuse himself. I did tell you that he may not want to prosecute. This is it. It's going to be one of these criminal referrals that he will not entertain. Which ones? The five specified ones of leaking and misleading Congress and the Senate. Did I not tell you that in 2020 we are going to have so many open spots because people are going to be resigning, forced resigned, fired, or humiliated before the elections? The House will be open. The Senate will be open. We will not only own the Senate, we will own Congress. And when I say we, it's the people of the United States. Because keep in mind, even those on the supposed side of the president, because there are seven establishment Republicans still sitting in the Senate, still sitting there, 
that will be implicated. Now, one of these criminal referrals is going to cause the conditions. It's going to be the reason as to why Barr will recuse himself and ultimately be fired. This can come down from the criminal conspiracy. Just like you said, you saw what happened with Flynn. We have so many things going. The falsified 302s and then forcing him to plead guilty. I mean, how can you not plead guilty when 10 people that are sworn in as officers with their affidavits and, oh, I've been an officer for like 10 years. I've been serving for seven. I've been serving for three. And you're a liar. And you said this. And this is what the paper says. How do you deny that? You deny, deny, deny. And you're like, fine, whatever. I mean, I can't even deny it because you're taking it as fact, even though all of you are corrupt clowns and you wrote whatever you wanted. They want you to just admit to something because then they win. And so our general was like, whatever, I have to plead, right? Because all you could do is do this rather than string me out to dry and force more harm on my family, whatever. That'll be pulled. He'll pull his plea because there's nothing that he should plea about because it's a fake 302 that they shoved down his face and said, you're trapped. So what will Bill Barr decide I am not prosecuting on what will be the ultimate piece of this puzzle to get him removed. Because like I said, we will not see Huber coming out until Labor Day. I'm assuming the biggest bomb will drop, right, of information and indictments will be raining down with the Huber report on that Friday prior to Labor Day weekend. That way people can scathe and freak out all weekend while the president enjoys it in Mar-a-Lago with his family playing golf. And all of us can be grilling and drinking beers and saying goodbye to our whites <laughs> in great joy because of what Huber is going to release. So remember, these criminal referrals are huge. The first two specifically the five specific ones are targeted to Nadler, Schiff, and all those other stupid little clowns that sat there telling Congress, telling the Senate, telling the people, and providing information to the media that they knowingly knew was false. They knowingly provided false information with the purpose of usurping government governmental processes in general. So this is pretty cool. Very cool. Speaking of leaking, obviously, because I'm so ecstatic to see that I have better sources than CNN, you know, um, who is Kevin McAleenan, right? Who is he? And you know, one has to think before we get into it, right? Before we get into, um, McAleenan, McAleenan. Um, and just so you know, this guy was the one that created this catch and release program for Obama. But I want you guys to pay attention to the intricacy of conspiracy. I want you guys to understand that conspiracy is an actual crime. It's not about theories. It's about the actions of conspiring and colluding. So that is an actual crime. We've seen... Many movements, and it's important that I state this, within our local communities, online through Facebook, Twitter, Chan boards, other forums, Reddit, 
where they get together and share information, pieces and pieces of information that each individual pulls together. Everyone pulling a letter from the alphabet until it's complete, right? These are the active citizens coming together and using their resources, their knowledge. Some of them may be uh, former intelligence, former military, former police, former staffers, former politicians, maybe some psychic and maybe some time travelers, who knows. But they all get together and they share information to, f- to fit the pieces together and create the picture that the media has never given you. To create the picture the public would never like you to see. To show to you this nefarious shadow government that has been operating. To show you the dark side of things. And that's simply done in order for you to have a better picture and understanding because it is only with information that you can make objective decisions, take objective positions on matters. These are the people that gather and and bind together to ask the questions, to ask the questions when the wind is blowing one way and they're pushing against it. To ask the questions when the mob rule of the mainstream media or BS narratives where people just like feed into it, just, and you're going against it, provides this calm push that is loathed. I mean, look at Trump derangement syndrome. This is just one big facet, right? How ready they are to say Russian xenophobic, racist talking points. And these people are usually people that are, you know, armchair politicians, couch investigators. <laughs> I heard someone say that. Well, someone sent that to me saying, oh my gosh, they're a bunch of couch investigators. Totally loved it. I love that phrase. So all these people that are pretty much nobodies, not even active in politics, really. They're just active in drama, BS, and feelings are losers, We see this in all facets of political rhetoric or investigative rhetoric. You know, there'll be someone that's arrested for, I don't know, marijuana. Ooh, ha ha, go to jail. Why'd you break the law? And it's like, come on, man. Like, it's it's Easter. For us Greek Orthodox, you know, Palm Sunday is happening on the 21st. And I could tell you that if you remember the story of the adulteress. She was to be stoned because they caught her, you know, being promiscuous and everyone lifted a stone and they asked Jesus, what do I do? We should stone her to death. She committed a crime, stone her and everyone minding their own business, buying bread, having nothing to do with it, sees everyone grabbing a stone and they all reach down and grab one too. Ready to throw stones at this woman crying to be stoned to death, right? And he says, all right, you think she should be punished because you know best because of one man's statement? Then he who has never sinned in his life cast the first stone. Not one of them threw that stone because there is not one person that hasn't committed a sin. So the person that calls out for the stoning, the lynching, the hanging, the mobbing of one person is usually the one guilty the most. See, 
those that make a lot of noise have a lot to lose. Maybe credibility if they have any, whatever. But we should always remember, and I guess maybe because it's a period of time now for Easter, even the Catholics right now, it's during their Lent. It needs to be understood that what we do online, what we say, how we interact with members of our community, how we interact with our people is very important. And when you see people stoning one person that in the face of truth and in the face of going against the grain and going against the wind is being attacked, uh, you know, nine times out of 10, that's the one you follow guys. We all know that. Because when there's an orchestrated attack against one person, like we've seen to our president, it's because he's right. It's not because he's wrong. Where has he been wrong? Hmm? Uh, Like I told you earlier today, the European Union is collapsing and it's on fire, right? Completely collapsing and on fire. Completely. But here's how the United States is now. Our GDP is above 3.5%. Our unemployment is 3.8% record lows. Whereas in Europe, their growth, their GDP is 0.29%. European unemployment is at 8.5%. Do you know that if you get a bond note, like a, a, a loan, like a bond, right? So you're like, I'm going to invest $1,000 for 10 years. And then in the end, you're going to give me some interest rate. Well, if you buy one within the United States, you'll get a 2.5 interest rate. If you buy a German one, you get zero. It's just like giving them money for nothing. And if you buy one from the United Kingdom under the crown direct, right, you'll get about a 1% interest rate. That tells you our country compared to the European Union that socialists so applaud that's falling apart, that has martial law in different member states that have no money, that have been overrun by extreme debt, that are having uh, people pouring out into the streets complaining uh, of what is going on. Their economy is crashing. They are collapsing. And who is there to cheer them on? Barack Hussein Obama. That is all you have to see. So when you see that one person is targeted by a mob, that one person is usually right. Because those people that are targeting that one person have a lot to lose. Uh, Well, the majority of them, the orchestrators, I would say, have a lot to lose. I mean, on another note, um, you know, obviously a lot of people, you know, even yourselves on Twitter and on social media have trolls. I had a troll. Uh, that over a year ago created like pages, web pages, pretending to be me, Facebook pages. There's still one out there purporting it's me. And um, they were actually indicted by the U.S. attorney last week for impersonating people, um, aggravated identity theft, and a bunch of stuff. So I guess, you know, the president um, and his administration are really cracking down. They're really cracking down on just in general people that are perpetuating crimes, harassment, aggravated assaults, etc. Why am I saying this? Because if you guys actually go to the Justice Department's website, you'll see that he's not they're not focusing on just individuals, they're focusing on politicians. So this is important that we see it. So as you see the fake news media start attacking movements like Q
Start attacking people like you, myself, anyone. Understand that that's actually honorable because it means that you're making a difference and you're putting their feet to the fire and that drives them insane. It is a victory when you see people scathe because you're seeking the truth. When you see people scathe, when you support the right actions, your constitution and fairness and your country. I mean, we live in a time where being proud of your country is racist. We're wanting to protect your children is xenophobic. And for demanding that people that come to your country assimilate and not impose their Sharia law is Islamophobic. This is where we're at right now. We're creating jobs and economy is not a success, but a success is flooding our nation with people that suck off the teat of our federal taxes where they're applauding cities across our nation along the border suffering from all these this huge flux of migrants across the border criminals we live in a time where organized criminal networks like MS-13, El Salvadorian cartels, Native American underground, you name it, human trafficking and drugs have connections with the highest officials in your local and federal law enforcement. This is a big deal. And the Trump administration has started to crack down on that. Tons of police officers in California, from lieutenant to simple officers, have been thrown in jail for cooperating and covering up for these criminal gangs. So these criminal referrals are important, but I'd like you guys to keep an eye on the conspiracy ones. And there are three specific reporters, three specific reporters that must be trembling and sucker zucker is really freaking out. Maggie, how's it going with that doll? This is where it's time for us to take a step back and support more of these actions. Um, after the break, we'll talk about the border crisis and what's to come this week. Hello, my fellow patriots. My name is Michael Flynn Jr., and I am the proud son of General Flynn. Your support of the last two years has been incredible and will never be forgotten. If you'd like to continue supporting General Flynn, you can donate to our Legal Defense Fund. Any donation is welcome. To donate, go to www.mikeflynndefensefund.org. Thank you, and God bless America. How did you become addicted? A friend? Were you at a party and someone said, hey, try this? Then you got the cold sweats and started shaking. And the more you did it, the more it didn't work. So you switched to the needle. Now you're a train wreck. Drinking, drugging, broke. Your family hates you. And you hate you. Get out of your hell on earth now. Call the Detox and Treatment Helpline today for immediate help. In many cases, your insurance may cover the costs. We can't guarantee it, but we can guarantee we have what you need to change your life for the better. Pick up your cell phone and call right now. 855-700-2978. 
That's 855-700-2978. Guaranteed life insurance with no medical exam. Sounds great, right? Even better, your rates will never increase and benefits will never decrease. If you're a U.S. citizen between 50 and 80, you can get life insurance guaranteed. It's not guaranteed in every state, and you may not qualify for every policy, but when you call, you'll speak with a licensed insurance company. They'll give you all the details about guaranteed life insurance. So call now, 1-800-707-1219, 1-800-707-1219. Hey, this is Leonora Cravota from Red State Talk Radio for My Pillow. I used to have trouble sleeping. My Pillow changed all that. I now fall asleep within moments of my head touching my pillow. That's how comfortable My Pillow is with its patented interlocking fill. My Pillow stays cool and does not go flat. Plus, it's machine washable and dryable. My Pillow has a 10-year warranty and a 60-day comfort guarantee. My Pillow is also the official pillow of the National Sleep Foundation, and it's made right here in the USA. My Pillow is now offering Red State Talk Radio listeners a four-pack special with two premium standard or queen pillows and two go-anywhere pillows. That's four pillows for the price of one. To take advantage of this special offer, call 1-800-961-9194 and ask for promo code REDSTATE. That's one 800 961-9194 promo code red state put sleepless nights behind you with my pillow the most comfortable pillow you will ever own for the best night's sleep in the whole wide world visit mypillow.com Welcome back to the Tory Sess Show. Geez, didn't an hour and a half go by like really quick? Well, here's where we get to the down and dirty and talk about Nielsen and what's going on and tell you how explosive it's going to be up until the 21st of April. So think about it this way. What happens when you have perverts in power? Perverts in regards to perversion of justice, perverts in regards to children, perverts in the way they view human beings as simply props. We're seeing a lot come out from the Nevixim case. We see that Gillibrand, her dad, was involved in the Nevixim case, right? What happens when people in the most darkest of darkest, most secret of secret, so secret that the president might not even know exist. What if operatives of an intelligence facet that many people don't even know exist that are activated and used for specific chores or handling turn on them? You know what happens? There's a change of guard, right? That's what happens. Change of guard. And this is indicative from what I told you at the beginning of the show. The queen has invited, the president is going to be inviting and watch it happen for a state visit. The queen is ruffled. The queen who dislikes the president. The queen who would never invite him. The queen who took the advice of May and said, don't worry, he's toast. This is not just another four-year election coming up, guys. This is the turning point globally for civilization. If you cannot see what is going on on a global scale, you are blind to facts. You are blind to reality. 
it's suddenly that people around the world reclaim their freedom. Everyone is simply panicking. You think across your, across our nation, let's say, and across the globe, sorry, choking, um, that people, uh, that are creating these new laws to protect you. Kind of like in my state, they're pushing a law that says that it should be illegal to request, to make an open records request to see emails between legislators and state officials. Why? What are you hiding? They actually referred to yoga. It's as if they have like a handbook that Hillary has written. What excuses to use when you're concealing information? How is this all possible? How do we know what's happening? Do you guys know the one thing most people that have ever worked in government or military dread is to be indicted or go to court in the Eastern Virginia district. That is where cases go to be buried. That is the intelligence court district. Have you guys seen how many people are in Alexandria, Virginia right now and apprehended? No, because you'll never hear about it. Maybe you'll hear about some high profile ones like Agent Lee, who was arrested at the airport when he came, when supposedly the FBI had all this information from years ago, but never nabbed him and suddenly did. You have to understand that everything that is happening is happening at the time it is Because they are targeting our youth. Our youth in the sense of training them how to think, how to speak, how to walk, how to talk. They want full control from birth to death. This is the only way that you can control a population. And China has demonstrated that. But in the fact of the way they purport it of investing in youth and elderly and they always have the elderly to foster the youth so it's kind of like circular raising them right think about it look at the youth today the youth that has been surrendered to our public school systems look at the teachers Look at their education. Look at their notions. Look at their statements. Look at the programs that they feed the children. Think. Betsy DeVos, right? Secretary Nielsen. Are they connected in any way? You just have to take a think about that. Just for, put it to the side. And just ponder on that for a second. Secretary Nielsen, what has she been doing? She's been telling you that she can't get things done. She knows how important it is to fix this border problem. Why? Because they come in, what do they do? They corrupt our infrastructure, our economic infrastructure, our ability to be able to function as an organized society. Look at how many town halls are being held by Democratic candidates. Look at Bernie Sanders campaigning for felons to vote. Giving them rights as people. This is what you have to look at. They know that through the border, they're not going to get the votes they want. They are, uh, but they are fostering programs to bring in unaccompanied children, which we'll talk about in order to feed for the next generations, right? 
I've told you guys before the reason I didn't like bar and what was it? It was the Mina. Mina, 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 right? Do we remember Mina? We remember Clinton, Chief Justice Roberts. We remember Bush 41, all of them bringing in what? Cocaina, right? Working with Noriega, right? Pinning it on Noriega, right? You remember that? The power The power of destructing uh, our youth at the time in the 80s and the 90s with what drugs? Over-sexualization. Creating these super predators, right? Control of our youth. Injecting it. Fast-forwarding it. While they implement a project to softly change the way people see things. The way people interpret things. This is why we have a border crisis. The crisis at the border is not in Washington, D.C., like Representative, uh, um, like Senator Jeff Merkley says from Oregon. Like many say, the crisis is at the border and it is being orchestrated by people that are in the highest offices, that are perverts, that dismiss human life. Those that think that you are, who are you to speak to me, peasant? That kind of look. I actually got that look when I confronted a criminal perpetrator that is in elected office. He looked at me and stared down at me and I thought, um, excuse me, did you just look at me like that? I didn't say it. But instead I said, do you want a circus? Because I've definitely got monkeys. I've got all the monkeys you want. And that's me putting it out there. So many people afraid to speak because they, they instill fear and they don't seem to understand that fear doesn't work anymore. We're fighting for our kids, every single citizen. We're fighting for our futures, every single citizen. So the more of us that speak out, and there is so many of us, the more we take ground. The only thing that can ruin the 2020 elections, if they succeed in silencing us, but our president is on top of that. Because Barack Obama even purported to everyone in the European Union with his speech, go on social media, push, talk, make noise. Yeah, because that's the only thing they control there. They actually have laws supposedly to protect you, but you can't send memes. You can't talk about things. You'll be removed from the platform. The fake news media doesn't even have their secure drops anymore. That stopped once it was exposed. That is a Soros funded media matters funded drop every week that they get with talking points that they need to put out. They have nothing to talk about. So let's talk about the border with no holds barred here. Talk about the border. But in the meantime, while we look down to the south, while we look down in our city, our state, and our nation, and our globe and what's going on, don't forget to always look up. Look up at the sky and see what's going on sometimes. We're so busy looking down on our phones that we forget to look up to the majestic skies I can offer you answers for a lot of things. So what's going on at the border? We've got invasions. We've got Beto, who's got 22,000 of acres from his wife's side. That's undeveloped. And that area where it's owned on the border is one of the highest areas of illegal crossings in the nation. One of the highest We have so many people penetrating our borders, so many caravans coming up to our borders. It makes you wonder who's orchestrating it. 
I published an article uh, on Saturday about where is Secretary Nielsen uh, while Senator Merkley obsesses over unaccompanied minors. The reason I put it out there is thank goodness for people like Cindy Gomez-Shemp. If you're not following her, you should. Uh, her Twitter handle is media underscore PPP. This woman is incredible, and I can't believe that she lives in Fargo, North Dakota. Right? She is incredible. We disagree on a lot of things, but I love the fact that she is so objective. Uh, I, I'm absolutely in love with her, like in a platonic way, of course, right? So I heard from various sources on information that I've had in my possession for over a month. I've shared this information with other journalists too. No one's really acted on it like what can you put out there? But my sources said that Secretary Nielsen was, you know, literally treading on very thin ice for the past uh, three weeks. It was determined that our funds, our federal funds, our hardworking taxpayers' money being sent to Honduras, Guatemala, and Mexico were used to fund these caravans, but more so to fund coyotes. Now, I was told last week when I got some information on Senator Merkley and his visit there that she was getting fired. She was getting fired in the next couple of days. I got that information on Wednesday last week from my sources, both in D.C. and down by the border. I sat on it. There was no point in saying scoop. It's just dumb. You put out information when it's necessary to be put out, when it's the right time of putting it out. So we know that there are government taxpayer dollars, right? Federal taxpayer dollars funding these caravans on these coyotes that are bringing people and children to the United States. President Trump stopped that. He got word of that and said, why didn't you stop it, Secretary Nielsen? Why have you been delaying these reports? Why have you been dragging your feet on fake marriages? And I've had this information in the article. I'm showing you the documentation where these people are literally getting married, fake marriages, what you saw on video with President Trump. This information has been public. People around our nation, reporters around our nation have had this information and not reported it because I have even forwarded it to it. I have even dropped it in their secure boxes and none of them reported it. And all of that information is in that article titled, Where is Secretary Nielsen while Senator Merkley obsesses over unaccompanied minors? And why do I say this? Because after I had Cindy Shemp, which by the way, I am going to have her for a full two hours where we are going to go through border stuff together on Thursday here on Red State. We had communication and information that after our airing, the discussions I had with Cindy, her publishing on Tory says a couple of um, little tidbits on the border that Senator Jeff Merkley and Lou Carrera, representative of Congress, you know, from California, sent an invitation to that specific pastor we were talking about to visit his center. 
And I sent the letter that that pastor received from the U.S. consulate in Mexico stating that to multiple media agencies and none of them reported. This is what I'm telling you about fake news. I mean, I couldn't go to Mexico and be there, but what I could do is find sources, right? Find people within Mexico that would give me their ears. Find people within Mexico that are frustrated with what they see. Find people within Mexico that still have a solid moral compass when it comes to human and child trafficking and drug trafficking and exploitation of vulnerable persons. There was hardly any media coverage, so little media coverage that the senator, Senator Merkley, Merkley literally wrote his own medium blog post that I linked into it. And, uh, and here's a quote that he, that, that I put in the article. He said, in Tijuana, I visited seven shelters holding women, children, LGBT youth and families. Okay. This LGBT totally fake. Okay. These are fake LGBT, right? Okay. Maybe they're posing them as such, but it's totally fake. He says, I also met with key Mexican and U.S. officials who are trying to navigate a very difficult situation that is made much worse by the actions of Customs and Border Protection and Trump's policy of criminalizing asylum processes. U.S. officials, you mean al otro lado? You mean the Mexican authorities or Mexican organizations that are literally paying these coyotes to get children? Because, you know, nine-year-olds on their own just hang out somewhere in Guatemala and are like, I'm being persecuted for political reasons and I need asylum. So I'm going to travel thousands of miles to the U.S. border and petition. Are we insane? But, you know, unbeknownst to us, there are little rat packs of kids. I've seen them in India. I've seen them in the Middle East. I've seen them even in Greece. You know, they're kind of orphans that run around or kids that nobody cares about that just, you know, steal from shops, you know, gypsy kids, right? So, yeah, they have a majority of those little children that'll just go. But there's also kidnapping victims. And the weird thing was that... Merkley had an obsession with finding out about these unaccompanied minors. And here's the kicker. Apparently, there is a Mexican organization that is paying with our U.S. federal money and DNC funded as well to pay coyotes to bring children to them. And then they petition on behalf of the children to send them to the United States. And they get kickbacks from this place called South West Key or South Key West, Southwest Key, which is like an organization that works with unaccompanied minors on the border. And, um, you know, that was pretty telling. And the thing is, the senator is the one that's piloting this program. And it was very telling when he wrote in his medium blog, but the plight for unaccompanied migrant children is even worse. They have not been allowed by either Mexican or American officials to approach the border directly to ask for asylum. This is where he's telling you that they created a program just for children. In addition, they are not allowed to put their name in the book used for metering migrants so they can't, like, sign themselves in. Yeah, why would an 8-year-old, 6-year-old, 5-year-old, 4-year-old put their name in the book? They can't. 
So they have these agencies that petition for them. Now, I posted a video yesterday of a woman and a child. Uh, that's a teenager. She's 16 to 17, and that's a one-and-a-half-year-old that she has with her. Nobody knows if that's actually her child or whatever, but both of them were in the Agape shelter, the shelter of this pastor that, I, that we talked about weeks ago with Cindy on air. So here's the deal. This woman was getting the child drunk almost as if to sell the child, and she was laughing about it. He's going to, yeah, you can't wait to see him drunk or something something these 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 are the kids that um merkley was with and here's the kicker they're missing apparently he was there to see the pilot program of how this uh mexican organization cooperating with a u.s organization most likely al otro lado and other ones that create these fake marriages fake families to petition helped and actually moved children across the border. In my article, there has also been identified a Guatemalan citizen where people in Mexico, even refugees themselves per se, um, attacked him saying, where are these kids? These people are going missing when they're with you. Where are they going? And I have his ID and everything on there. Now, just so you understand the extent that these people are being coached as to what to say at the border, they're taking people from the same country and marrying them off in like a civil ceremony. And then they tag along one of these unaccompanied kids to them. So that way they can petition as a family at the border and get released. Speaking of catch and release. So this is how they penetrate our border and they flood it. When you see those crazy videos of babies and, 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 and a couple screaming and crying, it's all fake. These are kids that are probably kidnapped or, you know, on their own on the street that have nothing better to do from Central American countries and coming over. What is Mexico doing? What Mexico is doing is allowing U.S. organizations funded by the Democratic um, National Committee, funded by sitting senators and congresspersons, uh, you know, funded with U.S. federal and state tax dollars, funded by Soros to use their means in order to get where they want. They use the Mexican authorities' right for marriage. They push on immigration facilities to just provide clean background checks and identifications for these people, and they utilize that these people are given a child don't forget it was blumenthal who complained how why are people from this like great organization at the border on a dhs watch list because they're criminals that's why al otro lado full of criminals the one good thing that mexico did at one point was actually deny entrance to the director of legal affairs for al otro lado when she flew into mexico and said i'm just here on vacation when they knew that she was going there to work so because she lied they sent her back and refused her entry what people need to understand is that this is a big problem they're trying to collapse our economy. They're trying to affect the way we operate as a nation. And McAllen, Texas is just one example of hypocrisy and how a city can be, it can come to the point of deterioration with this influx of migrants. Remember, it was that mayor that said there's no border crisis. The only crisis is in Washington, D.C., who suddenly two weeks later was like, I need help. I need money because there's so many migrants and they're on the street and we don't know what to do.
Suddenly these Catholic charities, right? It's again, these charities are like, well, we'll help. We'll house all of them. And then kids disappear. They get drugs sent off to facilities. Nobody knows who they are because they're not really documents because they can't put their name in the book. So they're using all of these to their advantage. Remember, these people are sick. If Nevixum, Backpage, and everything else that's manifesting doesn't explain that to you, then you do not want the truth. You do not want a free United States of America. You do not value human life if you cannot see that. Anyone who values human life can see past this. And it is at this point... That those that are being attacked the most are the ones that are actually demanding the truth. Look at how fast these attacks are increasing across the globe. Whistleblower status, laws to protect you, are there really? The only thing we can do is cut through the noise and be heard. The more visible you are, the harder it is for them to take it out. And if they come at you with some manufactured stuff, you will have an army behind you. Anonymity is key always, but sometimes you need to put a face to the facts. We need to look at the funding. Those that are pretending to be for the president, look at their funding. Look where it's coming from. Look where it's going. This infiltration of this movement, this historical global movement is not one to take lightly. It's surprising how all this information that I've put in the article has not hit anything of mainstream media. Why aren't they telling you this? Why aren't they telling you that they're actually paying to defraud the system of asylum, to defraud our government? Why aren't they telling you? Why aren't they telling you about the thousands upon thousands of children that are being trampled through, that are being abused and used, how they have 13-year-olds in caravans that have babies, that are their own babies? This week will go by very fast. It will be boom, 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 boom. It will be explosive. Up until the 12th where we got this no deal Brexit coming up. It'll be insane. Get ready and buckle up. Because for the next 10 days, we've got a big ride. And if anything, this will last us out up until Labor Day. But this week is going to move fast, it's going to be hard, and it's going to be very enlightening. And on that note, I just wanted to read a quote that one of my listeners sent me that I thought was really, really, um, really to the core. It's by Henry Bergson. And it goes, uh, and it says, fortunately, some are born with spiritual immune systems that sooner or later give rejection to the illusion illusory worldview grafted upon them from birth through social conditioning. They begin sensing that something is amiss and start looking for answers. Inner knowledge and anomalous outer experiences show them a side of reality others are oblivious to. And so begins their journey of awakening. Each step of the journey is made by following the heart instead of following the crowd and by choosing knowledge over the veils of ignorance. 
on that note from everyone here at Red State. God bless and have a great evening. I'll see you here tomorrow, 12 to 2. A long way from the suits in D.C. But close enough now to see this mess.